It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 32, Full Circle. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, Eddie? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a genetic, like a person. Resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. My name is Eric, and I wrote this down. My name is Dan, and I'm winging it. How are you today, Dan? We're back in the... Uh... Doctor Who saddle, the bedazzled Doctor Who saddle that we built and sewed together with our hands so very long ago. Now, almost two years we've been doing this game. Yep. Uh, and it, it gets easier every time. I'm it doing really great. Does. Hey, you know what? I am really excited for this week because we got a lot of uh, listener feedback. We do. It was very exciting. A, I, I felt a uh, like a rush. Like all of a sudden, I just quit my job and I was just yep. pushing people out of the way. I haven't taken my sunglasses off. I always talk to people on speakerphone now. It was like. Whoa, two le- two two different people, right? That aren't related. It's like uh, you driving right. around in a in a convertible with a car phone. It's amazing, <sighs> man. White what powder a rush. all over your face. This is amazing. What a rush! So we got listener mail. We got a new Cocaine. iTunes review. Oh. We got a, a kilo of coke and uh, some Twitter love. So let's uh, let's skip all the stuff about bear attacks. And right, uh, yeah, you you have done your work <laughs> and you have written this stuff down. So I have written where do all we this start? Down. So let's start with some listener mail. Uh, we got two different uh, pieces of mail. Uh, they both mention something that's upcoming um, that our listeners are probably aware of. The Power of the Daleks um, is a, an old episode uh, that was lost to history. Um, the footage, you know, back in those days, uh, the tapes were used and whatnot. So reused, erased erased and uh recorded over so they've taken the the audio track from that and um done an animated restoration of this is it going to be like crudely animated with hand puppets i'm hoping like it's going to be <laughs> yes if it's not Anim- that, animated hand terribly, puppets terribly disappointed um it's all uh it actually looks beautiful. I'm sure everyone's seen the previews on BBC America or on the interwebs. So what but, do the um, people want to know, Dan? So we got uh, both Tim B. and Carrie uh, asked us if we were aware of uh, this coming. And yes, we were. But thank you for uh, bringing it to our attention again. So what's going to happen is this is going to air on BBC America Saturday, November 19th at 8.25 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, and then it will be available the next day. That's Sunday the 20th on uh, bbcamerica.com as well as the BBC America app. So, what does that mean? Short answer, we will be reviewing it. We're going to review the heck out of it. Yeah, Eric and I are going to watch that uh, and uh, record a uh, quick review of that on Sunday the 20th. I'm guessing. We haven't worked out the details. Let's work out the details live. If it airs on Saturday, I may not be able to watch it because I believe for anyone listening at home, that plans on watching it on BBC America's website or their app. You got to do it on next Sunday. Day. Yeah, the, yep. So I'll try to watch it. Is it four part? Like how long I don't, is it? I don't know. I'm assuming it's a full story. So yeah, at so least, yeah, a couple parts. We will get a an hour. episode up before our next scheduled episode, which yeah. will be three weeks from the time you're hearing it. So 
within so if that it point records, of we'll try to keep it as time timely as possible. Yep, and we'll we'll post uh, information on the uh, on our website on the old doctor who show.com as well as on twitter we'll tweet about it when we have the final details my guess now is we'll record it on sunday uh, november 20th and post it that following wednesday like we normally do right. so just, you'll have an extra episode in your feed and everyone will be excited so thank you tim b and carrie for uh bringing that to our attention um and being excited about it because that makes us excited so cool um but carrie also did some fact-checking for us uh, about uh, the Leisure Hive episode. Wait a Um, minute. I'm thinking about something. Hold on. Uh Uh-oh. So what was the date that it premieres? Oh, boy. Uh, November 11th. Okay. Uh, No, 19th. Sorry. November 19th. 11-19. So let's say we don't record it on November 20th. We do it the following Sunday. And then within that week, listeners... Give us your feedback of the show. Ooh. Any questions you have or things you want us to cover within that week, and then we will address all of that stuff on our review show. Hey, folks, this is, uh, this is live podcasting right happened. here. This just <laughs> happened. We did not discuss this at all. Okay. Anyway, I that's like an that idea. idea. We could, you know, obviously you and I can talk uh, off air. But, and maybe, uh, maybe all this entire section. Watch it. Maybe this whole section we'll just remove from the podcast and do the real okay, thing instead. Fair, and then we'll sound exactly <laughs> like uh, yeah, but less editing is good. Okay, great. So, to, so cu- to not to cut you off, we also had a correction, and, and please proceed. Okay, so Carrie, um, I'll just read the email. She says, "Hi there, just found your podcast, enjoyed the episode greatly, talking about the Leisure Hive." Um, and she said she'll be downloading the older ones in between the new releases because she can't get enough of the old Doctor Who and fun commentary. Okay, so um, in Leisure Hive, I had uh, I think we had mentioned why can't the Famosi understand? Or why can't the Doctor understand the Famosi if there's the you know uh, translation circuits in the TARDIS? Um, so Carrie wrote to us and said regarding the translation ability, uh, if I recall correctly, at this point in the show, it had only been mentioned in the Mask of the Mandragora. When Sarah Jane was possessed, she questioned why she was able to understand Italian. I do remember that. Yep, we talked um, about that. Yep, yeah, we talked about it during that episode, so go back and take a listen just for that fun. Uh, the doctor said he knew she was possessed because she never questioned it before and that it was a Time Lord gift he shares with her. So at that point, they weren't actually talking about the TARDIS being the thing that had the translation circuit, a la like a babblefish in a... Mm-hmm. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. It just was a Time Lord gift, so they kind of left that vague. Um, so that's interesting. Um, th- we went off on another little email tangent about uh, canon and how that works. Um, but, you know, this is back pre-internet, so uh, I think the idea of fandom and canon wasn't quite like it is today. Anyway, um, she also goes on to say, according to uh, one of the DVD extra features, uh, Lala Ward and Tom Baker were quarreling on set, but not yet married. So we weren't sure if they had been married when they recorded this uh, this story, but they were uh, married a few weeks after Warriors. So they ran aired. hot and cold, those two. Hot, hot and cold. cold. I think she said tempestuous, and that's ah. a, that is a good word for them. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that happened. And then she asks about, uh, you know, she mentions the lack of streaming is so frustrating. We feel your pain. Yeah, this one was particularly hard. Nothing. Um, no news. Um, in fact, it feels like the, the episodes that we want to review aren't even available on the iTunes store or on Amazon uh, no, like for digital. It's like, you know, they're pushing people to go to um, torrents or wherever. Like, it yeah. just sometimes it's very hard. And I understand there's lots of licensing deals. Um, but yeah, people just want to watch this stuff and they can't. And you want to watch it with us, particularly. Okay. Yeah. 
And then lastly, um, from later in the email exchange with Carrie, um, she mentions this little nugget. Um, She says, uh, the wiki uh, does mention, I'm I'm assuming it's Tardis.wiki, my favorite website. Uh, The wiki does mention a prose source for the Famosi. Um, It says, uh, the Famosi language went untranslated in the TV episode Leisure Hive. This was apparently due to the complexity, as the language simulated uh, stimulated the visual cortex of the brain, meaning the Famosi effectively saw their language. That comes from a, the prose story, Sleepy. That's, that's a nice little retcon about why it didn't translate. So that's fun. Anyway, Very thanks, cool. guys. Thank you, Tim, thank you. and thank we you, have, Carrie. Um, we had another one, too. Someone did finally respond to our Clue DVD giveaway. Oh, I got that on my list here. That's, oh, that's from on Twitter. List, so I'm jumping ahead. You are. That's from Twitter, though. That's from, I'm not going to say this name right because it's a Twitter handle, but let's say Belka Union. I don't know. Okay. Um, and Belka <laughs> said, I hope it's not too late to try to get the uh, try to get Clue, the DVD. It was the first time I ever watched a Tim Curry movie, which is interesting. I think my first time seeing Tim Curry must have been Annie, maybe closely followed by Legend. I forgot he's in Annie. Yes, he is in Annie. Yeah. I, he's I, great in Annie. First Tim Curry, well, I'm trying to think, when did, Legend I mean, is, de- is before Clue. Legend is right, right before Clue. I looked it up on IMDb. That was 85, as was yeah. Clue. So, so that was the same year was they released. My fir- Although, I'm sure I saw Annie. You must have I seen think, Annie first. Yeah. Are you sure you didn't see Rocky Horror Picture Show before you saw I Annie? I never saw Rocky Horror Picture Show until <laughs> years oh, okay. later. I have right, seen right. it, but I only saw it like two years ago for the first oh, time. Oh, wow. I'd only seen it in high school, because I think that's when you're supposed to see it. Um, yeah. So I missed that uh, until then. But uh, yeah, so that's great. So, Bell. Bell could union. Yeah, so it's been uh, sent. The, the um, you should DVD, have it which is at awesome. this point. I have mailed it. It is on your way. So, yeah, thanks. So there's for, that uh, for listening. And then so, the, our, so you guys snoozed, man. Only one person. He snoozed or loser. So it was pretty much anyone's DVD. I was going to claim it if you guys didn't. And then let's see. The last little bit of um, listener love we got was a new iTunes review. Oh, I this like is, those. I do. They like make these too. me the happiest. So if well, you're out because there they help other that. people. Uh, find yeah. us, and then we have more people to entertain. Exactly. This one came Hello. in. This spooky one came in on Halloween from oh, Smitty O four O six. Smitty says, "Love these guys. Five stars." Can Thank you do you. it in like a ghost voice? Like we love these guys. So well, that almost sounds like Don Pardo. I <laughs> Don Pardo <laughs> on Quaaludes. <laughs> Those. Right, so anyway, I'm not. Please, I'm not going to uh, do that one. In all seriousness, spooky voice. Please read the review. <laughs> this is a very fun podcast. That's all I'm doing. It's a very right, fun podcast. Shut it down. <laughs> Discussing episodes of the amazing, long-running British sci-fi show, Doctor Who. Well worth your time to listen to discussions about this groundbreaking show in an entertaining way. Thank Smitty, you. Thank you're you, the Smitty. hero now, of the week. This takes us to 11 reviews, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's great. So that's we're great. on our way. I think we need to get to 20 to be within their whatever search thing they do for when they start recommending stuff to people. Yeah, yeah. So a few more of these would be awesome. Um, but that's awesome. It, makes, it okay. doesn't make us very happy when you do that. Um, okay. With all of that said, can we <clears throat> jump now into full, full circle? circle? Yeah, yeah let's we've do We've come it. all the way around. I get it. We, um, yep. You have nothing else. I think we're at 10 minutes, 11 minutes, so let's let's jump in. You want to hit us, hit the, bu- hit the button, yeah. hit let's me hit in the, the face, make me feel something, <laughs> make me feel something. <laughs> well, now we've dropped off our Earth friend, we can be on our way. 
You've made up your mind, then? Oh, yes. We can't resist the summons to Gallifrey. Anyway, I'm still looking forward to seeing how Leela and Andrew are getting on. You can meet your twin canine. You know, Romana, it... Romana? You stay there, canine. You're in charge. Time Lords want me back. Yes. Well, I... You only came to help with the key to time. Doctor, I don't want to spend the rest of my life on Gallifrey. After all this. Well... You can't fight Time Lords, Romana. You did. Once. Hmm. And lost. It's full circle. Uh, this is the third serial, 18th season. Once again, we're still in the 1980s. It is written by Andrew Smith, who was 17, I believe, at the time that he wrote this, which is pretty amazing. It had been his lifelong dream uh, to write. He's 17 years old. Not a very long life. It's not like the guy's put a lot of years in. And how many of those years was he just learning to eat and walk? But we'll let it slide, Andrew. Um, so, yeah, and also directed by Peter Grimwade. This... Uh, this story is the first part of a trilogy called the E-Space Trilogy. While attempting to return to Gallifrey with a very reluctant Romana, the two discover, discover that they've actually materialized on Alzarius that happens to be inside an alternate universe known as the Echo Space Time Continuum, also referred to as E-Space or the E-Sig uh, land where everybody is uh, vaping, vaping, right? Yep. yep. That's this the way, way ahead I of their time. the episode. I mean, granted, I was in the back of... Someone's Honda and going like, are you sure this is how the show works? Or like, yeah, shut up and vape out. Is that what kids say? Like, <laughs> it's what I, kids, you can tell I'm kind out. of old at this. Yeah, I'm just talking like, you know, kids in the back of a like a Honda Civic. Like I can't date it more to the. Uh... Anyway, uh, they find themselves thrown into a Yaris. mystery of a society of humanoid explorers, mm-hmm. spider laden fruit, mm-hmm. marshmen, and a natural phenomenon known as mistfall. That seems to connect it all together. Dan, what did you think of Full Circle? I have opinions. What is your opinions on Full Circle? I think overall it was a cool episode. I have questions about how the dang thing works. Yeah, I have actually a whole theory. So do do you want to jump to how the evolution works or do you want to just get to it? Yeah, because that's where it kind of fell apart for me and I feel like maybe I'm just being dumb and not getting it. But there's... Certain parts of it that don't seem to line up for me. All right, give give me what you think is going on. I will give you what I think is going on. And right. and I I've also looked it up. Like oh well, maybe I'm missing something. What do other people think? Yeah. Nobody really. No one talked about. I did the same. I couldn't. It. Okay, so, so give me what you got. Since we've all seen this, uh, we'll just jump to the end here. It's revealed that on this planet, the, these uh, the people that are, are repairing the Starliner. Actually, the Starliner was able to fly all the time, and it was just a ruse by the deciders um, to keep them there because they don't actually know how to pilot right, the ship the or take off. The one page that tells you how to fly it is The one page got ruined. Okay, well, that's – okay, anyway, so that happens. <laughs> um, so for centuries and centuries and centuries, these people have been living there and repairing the ship that doesn't need to be repaired over and over right. and over again. So it's revealed that they are not – descendants that crash landed the starliner onto this planet mm-hmm. they are in fact evolved from these spider fruit 
creatures, which then right. evolved into these marsh people that then eventually in- evolved into these humanoids. Yep. So that's interesting. Okay, great. Yeah. It, was a, it was a kind of cool reveal. Well, that but, part but, sort of so doesn't that's make full... any sense. Okay, I can buy. I can buy. Okay, it's will, an evolutionary I thing. I will because sit it's, on my theory for that. Yeah, because it's it's you know it's millennia that have gone by. So evolution, awesome, great. So, um, let's assume that that's okay. So that's what happened. They evolved from spiders to marsh people to to humanoids. Yeah, but I have a, that are now right. on the ship and are trying to. How if they're not the descendants of the people that. Did they just evolve to read? They evolved to learn to get into the ship, and then successive generations over time learned how to read, and then forgot that they had ever been. All right, here. How did they get? I don't understand. All right, let me give you what I got. Uh, Hear me out. See if this makes sense. I'm going to go vape real quick. Four. Yes. Can we all, everybody, fire up your e-cigs? Forty thousand years ago, a ship crashes. Right. That's the only thing we really got it. Yes. this point that's all we know right that's all we know yep. the crew is on the ship they're like what's going on, on this planet their ship's damaged we got to repair it they go outside they uncover fruit this is great there's fruit here to eat start eating the fruit they notice things are growing on the fruit when all of a sudden this mist comes very much like alien sure very similar uh, biology that i'm gonna pitch similar to alien okay the spider bites you okay you go into a dormant like state where they think they're dead yeah they throw the bodies in the swamp because they're not okay. sure if they're toxic. Uh-huh. The spider uh, DNA mixes with the humanoid DNA of these... Uh, yeah, I'm going to go all the way, and it's going to make go sense. I'm not going to stop you. They're going to go all... The, it, it fuses... The spider DNA fuses with the humanoid DNA of this That's called race. the Peter Parker syndrome. It gives them the ability to quickly adapt to whatever conditions they're in. Because the bodies are underwater, okay. they grow gills, their skin gets leathery, they turn into these mermen... Uh, mermen. More and folk. this cycle, this cycle is so rapid; it happens every fifty years. Because every fifty years, this mist fall happens, the spider eggs hatch, and these. Then the first time it happens, the swamp people come out of the ground or out of the swamp. Mm-hmm. They slaughter the crew, the humans that, that are remain, or not the okay. humans, whatever the space people. This, yeah, the race that created the yep. Starliner. And okay. then over time, over because they still have this the ability from that initial spider bite to massively increase the revolution so then they start to adapt to air they learn to breathe they learn to read this society goes on until the next mist fall when new spiders come and bite the uh, evolved mermen who mm-hmm. then end up back in the swamp and then over to the next uh how do they how do they get back in the swamp they throw their bodies in the swamp they kill <laughs> okay. the body they okay. get okay. they All get right. okay and th- and this explains sure. sort of why when you're uh you go into that trance-like state when you get bit by the spider, and you almost form like a, they have like a symbiotic relationship yeah. with. Yeah, we saw that with with them. Uh, yep, Romana. And that's ba- and, and every mistfall of one of these cycles, so they're constantly evolving to the point that they can read and fix the ship, and they're fixing the damage from the previous generation of wrecking the ship as they're killing the crew. Although to be fair, we do see that they are replacing things that don't need to be replaced, fully functional yeah. items. But right. okay, fine. Sure. But anyway, okay. so that's the whole thing. So sure. you get to the you get to, had the doctor not been there to <clears> learn <throat> that you can just squirt them with oxygen, uh, that yeah. crew would have been killed, and another generation would have evolved from the mermen over time. I don't know how many years between mist falls there are. They say fifty, but that I mean they also show that the the his wound healing super fast. Super, I guess yeah. to imply that their evolution is incredibly quick or they can right. adapt. But over 50 years, you should be able to remember some of the stuff. But but anyway, that's the only 
way I could sort of make it work because it makes no sense that despite if the evolution was happening that fast, you would see there wouldn't be like if you're evolving from a spider to a merman, you wouldn't still have spiders around because you've evolved. Well, if we if we evolve from apes and I am not. No, no, but we I am not saying that evolution is real. No, but Um, we didn't really evolve from apes. Right. We evolved from a common ancestor. Exactly. And that ancestor that we're both. Branched from isn't around. You're lucky if you find fossilized evidence of that. Sure, but they wouldn't be walking around. You wouldn't have these three unique states of the same. I realize we're overthinking the thing a little but bit. It, but hey, also you have does, to remember. Otherwise, how does it work? They never explain. You get bit by the spider. Somehow she gets lines on her face. She can feel what the merman feels. and never explain that. And why that one particularly? Yeah, and, and how does the spider them, turn into the merman? That's why I feel like it makes sense that at least the spider is the transfer over transfer from, it to the human body that grows into the merman. The merman kills the sure. remaining humans in it. I like repeats. where you're going with this because at least it makes sense, but it's contradicted by the episode. <laughs> well, where, how so, though? So because the doctor when he when he is realizing this and looking at, at the DNA under the microscope, it's that they all have the same DNA. Yeah, and the that's spider, the common the trait. same but the same DNA which. Can't well, possibly be the case. Did they he say says DNA, this, yeah. or yes. does he he uses no. some other Gen- word? I thought. I, don't, like I thought he said DNA. Thing. I don't think he said genetic material. I think he said DNA. Well, uh, wouldn't be the, it doesn't make sense if it's the exact no, it doesn't because that because I remember anyway. that bothered me. That bothered me at the time because like that's not how DNA works. So no, I, I I understood that that was just they had a common thing that was perhaps, found in but, all but, of them. But when, said, when they did, you know, then they they showed the uh, the the chick. Um, gosh, that's horrible. The other outler. Uh, the female. Oh uh, yeah, Megan. Was. No, not Megan. Not uh, Megan. Kira. Uh, Kira. Kira. Yeah. They showed Kira. Uh, the slides from the spider to the Marshman to the to yes. them, and it was the same, like the exact same footage. It was they the same. Right, exactly. to, to imply that it's the exact same. Yeah, they have DNA something in common. Whether let's not say okay. DNA because it wouldn't make any sense. Even no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't any sense. Okay. So, okay, that's fine. I will go with that because right? that's the only thing that's the only thing that I can understand because it also <clears throat> makes sense here. It goes further. There's this scene where the mermen are carrying the TARDIS. They say how heavy the TARDIS is and somehow the mermen are able to carry it. That doesn't make a lot of sense. No. But they carry it and it shakes around. And then when the, the spiders hatch, the mermen mm-hmm. run because they no, want the spiders to infect the bodies to grow more mermen. They're not Wait, actually you... afraid of the spiders like oh. it's implied. It's it's just like an alien with the face huggers mm-hmm. and the actual aliens. Could a could a face hugger hug the face of an alien and make a new alien? I'm sure that's probably come up in some Man, form of, of fan fiction. All right, um, if everyone could write into us, okay, <laughs> right. Uh, but that's okay. what, I, I mean, think that, they saw that the the um, spiders were think, there and they left them to have them uh, sort of you know incubated or whatever. I think the the actual answer to, is not the right word. No, well, that doesn't make any sense in, to make of. them incubated. No, no, move along. <laughs> anyway, I think the actual answer to why this doesn't quite hang together is that it was written by a seventeen year old. It was written by a seventeen year old, and guessing. also, I he he went on and either wrote a novelization called Mistfall, or uh-huh. there was a big Finnish story called maybe it was a big Finnish story. So anyone listening that's heard that, and I know we've heard from some people that have recommended. Big finish stories. Oh yeah! By the way, thank you on Twitter for explained those recommendations. But if you go to Wikipedia or wherever, they sort of just the the only thing that I've heard is it's the ship crashes, Mm -hmm. the mermen come out of the swamp, Mm -hmm. kill the crew, 
Yeah. And then the you know, 40,000 years later it just happens again. Yeah, it like there's it does, there's that's, nothing that's, about how the cycle really works and how does the what are the spiders, spiders have how do the spiders become mermen? What you just described definitely at least right. makes more sense, but uh, okay. And then at least it would explain why they're sort of connected to like I didn't understand that whole thing where is she was it just a cut of her screaming at the same time that the vivisection was happening with the baby? Right, Mer, merman or what are they called? Swamp people, whatever. whatever marsh, marsh, man. marsh, marshman. Marshmallows. Are they connected? Does she feel what he feels? I think like, that was the implication. That's what I got from it. Why? Like, no, that, don't know. Don't yeah. know why that one as opposed to another. So, to me, like, if they had just cut out the spiders from it, which would have been sad, is, is kind of sad because I actually liked what they did with the spiders, like especially at the cliffhanger at the end of episode two when um, Romana gets bitten was is yeah. great. And and as you know, kind of hokey as the some of the puppet effects were, I think overall they looked great. That said, they just added a level of complexity to the story that you didn't need. If right. it was just this evolution, that this is this is a common ancestor um, that has evolved, and perhaps some of them evolved and stayed on land, but the rest of them didn't, and they go dormant and come back. Like you could explain that a little right. bit easier. This extra piece of the spider thing just. Uh, didn't really add anything other than well, just cool visual and you know. in general there was too many detail like yeah. they make mention of numbers a lot like they talk about i think it's around every 50 years this the moon moves or somehow it, it yeah. changes and that's where the misfall comes from then they say four thousand generations and the doctor says no forty thousand it's like what are all these which is then, not forty thousand oh, years gonna, that's yeah more, when they're going to lock the spaceship the starliner they say we we have to lock it for like up to eleven years or something yeah. before we can open it again yeah so it's like trying to figure out okay well is eleven years the site time it takes for them to become human or but then again some of this is just red herrings because they're all being uh, diluted by the the first decider who's the only one who actually has all the information he's the one or whoever that yeah, happens great. to be at the time yeah, who hap- whoever happens to be the primary one is the only one that has all the information um and knows that you know the mist itself is not toxic and that this is all that they're right. they the repairs Which, that they're doing is not actually necessary it's just enough to keep them uh cohesive as a community like so so whatever other things like we need to lock the thing for 11 yeah. years now yeah, who cares that's just a number well, here's in, the other thing deciders I'm the decider person. Yep. Why not put like a line item in there and say, "Hey, stay away from this fruit that has the spiders in it." Yeah, Everything instead of harvesting goes- it all the time. Was that the only food they had? Was floating watermelons? That doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of stuff, and it's like a weird, like that whole opening scene. It's like a weird thing. There's like naked dudes in the water or something. Do not disparage like- that. It reminded me of another movie I've seen. With never mind. Um, but right. <laughs> yeah, it, it almost felt like that. it was. A, it's sort of like this weird hippie commune. Yeah. Game paradise thing yep. that was happening which was like all right hey that's that's um that's hey right. that the whole series changed for me for about 15 <laughs> seconds so it's like i'm much more into this than i used to be uh but that uh, right, was so, revealed not so, so okay, i guess we're, so we we're say all this stuff. on the biology is confusing i like my theory i'm gonna it, i'm gonna stick with your theory too I, I advocate that it. but that said with all these plot holes and weird uh overcomplication did that detract from your overall enjoyment of the episode? No, I, I liked that. Like, I liked yeah. the whole – a lot of the big ideas. Like I liked mm-hmm. the decider and the books and, and the mystery of it mm-hmm. and that you had to do a lot of thinking. It, nothing was really handed to you. But mm-hmm. by the end, I was kind of bored. Like I felt like the last 
act sort of was like when they were walking around the spaceship shooting people with oxygen it was yeah that went on for a real long time yeah yeah and i felt like there was just one too many things about like just not explaining what you know like what does it do you are you dead they treat the brother as if he's dead the doctor obviously can cure people but he's only going to cure romana he's not yeah no that was weird i don't know i don't know why they just left varsh there he was attacked and well, but he wasn't attacked with a spider bite. He was attacked by the marsh well, that's people. That's the other thing that makes no- so yeah. So then the basically, if you interact with either a spider or the marsh people, you do get that sort of uh, Aladdin sane almost David Bowie lightning bolt thing on your on yep. your face, rainbows things. But what is that? And like, why was she opening the like? She's become part of the. I don't. It seems like there's a, so many. There ideas was some and symbiosis there between them, connected, but, right? Or followed through with. And and that's okay. I don't need to have everything explained to me, but it felt like it was inconsistent without that, without some sort of explanation. So you know, I'm kind of, I guess, I'm kind of on, taking taking it both ways on this. Like, I don't, I don't mind not knowing all the stuff and that they don't explain it all, but I want there to be some feeling of eternal logic, and I didn't quite get that on that. Yeah. Anyway, I so agree. And, we, but but in in any case, we <clears throat> even before let's just start at the beginning. So yeah. Before yeah, yeah. we get to this, um, anything wonderful planet of of half naked men who are <laughs> splashing and in the world. and half naked spiders too. You we get Romana's room in the. <laughs> TARDIS, which looks like she's got like a little glass menagerie <laughs> thing in the background, and she's on her bed with well, like she's got her, pleurosis. Yeah, he's got her her hands like uh, on her on her chin, and she looks like she's she was reading. Like that. She was reading a Sweet Valley High book, and yeah, uh, she yeah. had a My or Little like, Pony poster on the wall. Totally, she's just sitting there being like, "I don't want to go back to Gallifrey," or like so, she almost seems like she was. What's that like weird date game like where it's like mystery, mystery dates? dates. <laughs> like, it was just so weird oh, in the I way. I thought the bookworm. Uh, just the way um, the room was decorated too. It was, it was like so great. I wrote that down too. It's like, mm. but have hey, we, we got to see in. You know, have this we is the first seen a in the ones that room other than like them going through clothes racks and stuff? I know we've seen in have the episodes seen? that we've reviewed. I have not seen a companion's right. room before. So it was weird to see that and the way, the style it was decorated in, and yeah. it felt didn't feel out of place. Um, but it was no, it just felt sort like, of like it felt fine. Like it felt like yeah. Romana's room. It was just a little juvenile. Yeah, well, because they, like, they have pink. her like I don't want to go to Gallifrey. Yeah, it's like you don't you do whatever you want. Like why? Are you... Well, so I actually like that. So the, no, that the was story that starts was a... off that she's getting that they are getting recalled back to Gallifrey. I guess that happened at the end of the previous story that we yeah, were not we reviewing. Um, but she's getting called back uh, to Gallifrey because. A reminder: She was only supposed to go with the doctor to help solve the the key to time arc to yes get that. So by no, the you're way, right. now, th- by, I think by, that, by the way, that actually was a good scene to see, like a companion who's seen all this stuff and now has to give it up. And we've right. seen that bef- that they play on that theme mm-hmm. later on, especially in the new series and stuff. Well, even with Sarah Jane, they did. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So absolutely. that was good. I like that. That that was good. As much as it would seem like you know she was a little pouty. But then, so then they hit some some turbulence, um, which we'll get into. But my first instinct was, okay, this must be the Black Guardian. Yeah, we're gonna learn. Yeah, I wonder if what is happening. The Black Guardian. You think I don't the think previous so. episode was a confrontation with the Black Guardian? Because we're only no, just no, 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 it wasn't. Couple. Because so I uh, in when I'm doing my research, there's a few places that I take a look at. One of them being the TARDIS Wikia site. There's another one that's just this 
awesome review of a guy and his wife that watch Doctor Who. And okay. it's, it's super funny, this British couple. Um, I'll put the, the link in the show notes because it's just it's really great. But they make a mention of that as well, that they thought that it was the Black Guardian. I was like, haha, it wasn't just me. But so so no, I don't think because they're going chronologically through so all the stories. They're just deciding they're done. I don't I, I think it comes back they, at some point. Did they but mention this is not being it. called back to Gallifrey? Yes. In the beginning okay, oh. so then Well yes, that's in the previous back? story. That's in, yes, in the previous story at the end of that they drop off one of the people from that story on back on their planet and yeah, they're getting called back to Gallifrey. So that that's how that's starting off. But um okay, so they, they hit some turbulence and they so they hit this thing that we later find out is called yeah, a, C- a C V E, a charged vacuum embointment. Embointment. Um, um, yeah. So I want. I looked that up. That's not a word. <laughs> uh, I can't find a reference to that word anywhere except it's a. If you spell it with a French accenting, it's an archaic French biology term uh, related to a discredited theory of germs. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes so, it, that ties so that's in a, a little CVE. bit with our spider <laughs> bites. Yeah. Nothing at all. So this CVE is a thing. Is a portal between. What we know, what we'll now come to know as normal space and exospace. And e- so they call it exospace, e x o, or echo space, or just e space. So, which is strange too with the whole e space thing. So the yeah. TARDIS itself, its its uh, surveillance equipment is showing Gallifrey. So they see Gallifrey on the TV, right? And then they go on the TV, yep. not Gallifrey, <laughs> right? So like, is the TARDIS existing in? Regular space and e space at the same time. Like, why is that? Was a little strange. That like is how- strange. I don't know why it was still right. So the TARDIS and all of its occupants obviously are in this e space, but for some reason its sensors yeah, are still seeing up. what's it. I mean, they're 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 parallel universes, so well, I'm that guessing. That was another question. Is yeah. it is every you know because they land, they go to Gallifrey and then there's another planet where it should be and it's the negative coordinate or the negative version of the same coordinate. So does that mean every point in our space has a negative counterpoint? I don't in think that that was space? the implication. No, I just think that it they, just happens this one. I think they spot. went off course. I think they went off course basically, but they're in this negative negative coordinates. Well, I think um, it's the exact same coordinates. It's just negative because they say okay. it's the right coordinates, right? And then they except say, that it's negative, right? Except it's negative. So, so I was like, I don't, oh, I don't know that it was necessarily world? like this sort of like mirror image universe thing. Right. I think it was just a parallel. I, I, who, who, who knows? knows? We'll find out oh, in this trilogy. Hey, maybe we'll find out more the in the one. other two stories in this uh, in this trilogy. So right, so they get sucked over into this e space. Um, you notice that there was a green tint. On yeah, space. space is green. I thought that it was just from the like, vapes. I thought it was it was the vapes. <laughs> from the, it's from the juice, dude. <laughs> um, I thought that it was just something where the special effects were screwed up, but no, it's that's that was intentional. It's it's greenish. They got to differentiate, you know. They got to know from, now from I know. regular space. Um, so yeah, so they land here. They realize they're in somewhere else, and what follows is a very non-doctor, non-Romana episode, like the first episode. Yeah. Once and I guess it makes sense because Cedric is that his name right the uh, entertainer yeah Cedric <laughs> entertainer, <laughs> entertainer then, no what's the new companion's name Adric he's yeah, not no, a new Cedric. companion yet you don't know that shush he, okay but <laughs> I understand they're sort of establishing him as a character yeah. so we spend a lot of time with him and his um, and his brothers I hate and him yeah <laughs> like, I find him very and I, he's a kid it's his first time I'm gonna give him uh, leeway like uh, well. So, but I found him to be very hard to watch, and yes. the times that he wasn't speaking, he just looked like he was standing there, like it was. Wow, 
You are saying exactly what I've been reading on the internet as well. Um, so he was apparently he's 18 years old when he's okay. doing this, and he was a super fan. You know, had a, oh, a letter geez. to the editor published in like the Doctor Who uh, periodical and blah blah. So, which is kind of similar to the writer at the same time. So, yeah, this is his like absolute. Well, wasn't that dream your sort of to reaction to to him? Um, like, I found him to be. Um, I found the character a little off-putting, but it wasn't necessarily. Yeah, I, I wasn't attributing it to the actor, right, I, I, especially. I thought it was the character was a little bit like. Mm. To be fair, there it was like he's a math whiz and he's got that. St- he just was annoyed. I found him just to be like, oh boy, like I don't want to. Right. This guy with his dumb math star. He's just like you know. Yeah. I don't know. It felt weird. And, well, um, but you know, at the same time, you, everyone kind of reacts so good too. Yeah. Like we always talk about. And it felt like not so much in this. Is it one. my turn to go? Is it? Is it? My, oh, okay, okay. And I'm gonna say something. I don't know. Right. Whatever. I mean, that might also be you know not just the actor, but that's that's the director's job too. Um, yeah. So I mean, what else has uh, Peter Grimwade done? Done. But I just have like in my notes, this kid stinks! Exclamation Aww. point! Creature Black Lagoon? Question mark? Like yeah, yeah. Um, but so what's this up? Is the, with- this is the this is the first story. It looks like that um, this director has done okay for the show. He's done other things as a production assistant, whatever. So maybe let's just let's just chalk it up to an experience on both sides there. Because I didn't have a huge problem with him, but at the same time, Romana did. Romana didn't like him very much either. She was like definitely yeah. talking down to him the whole time until he kind of like proved that oh he actually has a little bit going on. He, uh, it was weird, and I guess they have the whole thing about him being a mouth whiz, and I'm I'm yeah. assuming that's going to be have more uh, relevance later on because right. he's able to calculate the weight of the TARDIS with her and and speaking of which, like he's got this you know Wolverine healing factor. They all do. Where he where he heals very quick, yep. and it's part of the you know them being able to adapt. Mm-hmm. That spaceship of his people and him for that matter, is he going to be constantly adapt? Like, is he going to be morphing over time? Do you know oh, what I mean? Right. Like, it's that like what is it what a function of their biology the or a function of them on that planet or a combination right. is it the of the planet two? causing it or who knows? Yeah, but that's like a like he maybe it's the river fruit, the maybe it's just eating river fruit. That's what does right. it. Um, well, no, I, mean, like, I guess they can't his, be. His, they can't be because so guess, he says yeah, he says that it healed him within an hour, um, but it takes longer for older people. So and then we also see that a, a couple deciders die. So we know that they're not immortal; that they yeah. just heal quickly. So that, that's all he's known. But they all die at the hands of the <clears throat> swamp people. Okay. So who knows? Uh, who again, knows? it was just like, okay, well, these people are going. Well, is that whole race still like this? Are they going to advance to some new, new state? Right. It's because they are like, so adaptive when, to. Yeah. Even when they they convince the people to fly the ship, Ramana makes a remark like, "Hey, if we don't get them out of here, we're going to end a line of biology or something." Doesn't she say something like that? Yeah, but I think right because they're going to get attacked by. The marsh people. It doesn't make it. Yeah, it's it a lot of it's make like a whole lot of. But in any case, fine. now I it's feel a little bit guilty, like I'm being too hard on this kid. But all my notes are so angry. <laughs> well, I mean, I I had a note here later that says Adric is is pretty Luke Skywalker level whiny. He's like very yeah. episode, uh, and he's a four. terrible swimmer too. Like there's the one yes, scene he where he goes to, so he goes, so he's got his, his brother who, by the way, button your shirt, dude. The guy's got his his shirt all the way open. There's a couple yep. of scenes too where they're supposed to be cold and they're like. Yeah. You know, when the mist fall comes and they're all around the fire. And he's it's like, okay, step one, just button up a little bit. Like, your right. shirt's down. So, so Cedric, Speak for I yourself, guess, by the way. Adric, not Cedric. 
mm-hmm. tries to impress his brother, as you do when you want to get into a gang, steal some fruit. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And he does like this weird doggy paddle thing, or I just felt so bad for that doggy paddle, guy. comma breaststroke. Yeah, for it someone was not, who evolved from an aquatic race of people, this should have been a no-brainer to swim through that swamp. No, you should have taken some lessons from those gay dudes. That would have been uh, much better. Yeah, I have that too about the um, gay guy. Yeah, um, and then so so the mist fall happens, and the water's boiling, and the mist is coming out of it. And I guess that's toxic or something. Like it's hurting them because the two swimmers. Who I guess that's yeah, all they do. They right. just swim. They right. don't do anything. But swim. And those two dudes, by the way, when they go searching. Uh-huh. Or Adric are the worst searchers you've ever seen. Oh, they're, not, yeah. they're searching for the brother in the very beginning. Right, like they go in the woods and they're like, I don't know where they are, and that like the they're behind over like one leaf. <laughs> exactly, they're not exactly. If there's like, like a, a fire underneath a tree. Like you would see them. <laughs> oh, well, those guys stink. They're not right in front of me, so I guess they got away. Yeah. Um, right. What so so Adric goes in purple crystal mean. That's the uh, Starliner's purple crystal. You must be talking. I, I can decipher Eric Sorry. for you. Okay. Yep. They live in a purple crystal. Um, one other thing, and I guess I missed it in the beginning, and this is a question for you specifically because yep. you always know this stuff. Okay. Did the doctor's outfit change? Yes. Was the purple always there? Like we saw that like in a Leisure Hive. Outfit. In Leisure Hive, he's he's changed. So this scarves. is the same outfit from Leisure Hive. Yeah, he's got okay. the. I don't he's know got why the... I didn't notice it as much then as I do now. It was like, oh wow, it was really is... obvious in this one for some reason. I agree. Yeah, but uh, we had so talked it, about it. And I know you told me it changed. I was like, did it change again? So he's got or... the purple coat. He's got the darker scarf, still striped, but the darker colors to it. And his lapels have the big question, the question marks on them. Yeah, so this is that outfit now, which is nice. Uh, okay, so so oh. to go on, I feel like I was cutting you off, right? I don't know what I was saying. Um, right. Kids no, nothing. Got that. Check. <laughs> do, we, do you want to mention that again? I have another, like another note. The dad's pants. What are those called? Jorts or whatever? Like, all right. So there's the, the, the race of people that wear the these yellow outfits. And the dad, for some reason, has those like half pants, half shorts. And He's the dad culottes. being, um, his name's like Login. It's Logan, right, but sure, Logan it's Logan. Logan. <laughs> Logan. Um, his daughter is one of the outliers. Kira. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's just had these dumbest shorts on. I was like, those are the dumbest shorts I've ever seen, this poor guy. <laughs> so that's your criticism of this episode, is the dumb shorts? My notes stink. I swear to God, I have so many times where just say, I really hate this kid. Like, why? Uh, one is enough. I don't know yeah. why he made You just want to remind mad. yourself later that you really didn't like him. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we spend most of the first episode at least establishing with this gang. Yeah, this gang. We have a hey, so society. Here's the thing. Hang on. So yeah. so speaking of the gang, they they have a hideout in a cave, and right. Adric goes there. He he is going to go get fruit to impress them because that's what you do. Um, later, we mentioned this too that the the TARDIS gets picked up. Uh, we find out by the Marshmen and brought to the cave. Yeah. And Leela has Leela. I'm sorry. Um, Romana has this jump of logic that I don't see how she got there, but she's a time that lord. She's being I'm not. Carried, you mean that they're being carried to this cave because it overlooks the well, they both the do, valley. Right? So, I know yeah, the two of them together have this like weird. logical leap. Like, oh, they're going to use it as a battering ram. Yeah, and it, what? Right, it, no, it makes how no is, sense because they're going back and forth. That and doesn't make he, any and, sense. And he goes, maybe it's for momentum. And I'm like, right. and it, when I'm watching, I'm like, what is anyone talking about? And she's like, momentum. Oh, of course, it. it's going to be a battery. Roll round. it into the what? I, I, okay. All right. But I, I understand too that they I made guess. a point of saying, and it's some long, overly complicated number. 
that for me was like, well, that's a pretty heavy TARDIS. Uh, that's right. pretty heavy. That's, <laughs> in, that's my... In their gravity. So how are yeah. they picking it up? I, like, why say it's that heavy? And why is it tossing them around inside the TARDIS, too? Like, and if you're TARDIS, that... Right. If you're that yeah. strong, just rip the ship open with your arms. Okay, so here's a problem I had with the Marshmen. And this is this is a portrayal issue, not necessarily a creature okay. problem. Was but it the, the nipple pockets? No, I love the nipple pockets because <laughs> you need a place to like, keep all your extra nipples. Are those nipples. like uh, pockets, uh, lapel for, pockets, or are those the way the nipples are? I don't know, but go on. <laughs> they're gill nipples, gipples. Yep. Um, the marshmen are in the cave and they're uh, attacking the TARDIS or trying to get into the TARDIS, or they're just doing slow motion punching the TARDIS. I, did you notice just like how slow they moved? Like there were there were yeah. marshmen that were holding like sticks and clubs and stuff, hitting the TARDIS like so slowly. I don't know what it the, was weird. Yeah, it just bothered me. Like they were kind of like half zombie, half. Mar- I, I don't know. It just I will, bothered. I will, if they're going to be that strong, that doesn't right. make any sense. To I will me. agree just, with you there. And I and as I did mention the nipples and sort of the weird. It almost looks like they had plastic bags on their head with the way the white yeah. coloring of their head. Overall, I love the creature design. Like Me I too. love Creature of the Black Lagoon. Was, uh, I always liked seeing that as a kid in 3D and everything. Yeah. Um, so I liked that they were doing something with that enemy that, or that creature. That idea, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, they did seem kind of slow. And again, I didn't understand, are they super strong? Uh, I, obviously, they're adapting and becoming smarter, and that was supposed to show how, how quickly they were evolving. Yeah. Um, it was just hard to sort of wrap your head around, well, what is the real danger for the Doctor? And what are we trying to do? And it just, it was. And then there's the whole idea that, like, they're not actually aggressive. They're more just curious. Yeah, because we have a whole. Right. But then they weren't. But then they were also actually aggressive. (laughs) Like, I don't. Right. There were a lot of contradictions and, like, kind of muddled ideas in this story that that's what kind of bothered me. Sounds just like humans, though. Oh. We're also gentle and aggressive. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And anyway, so that pretty much takes us through episode one. Episode two. We learn more about the higher. We learn more about K9. We learn more about K9, by the way. Can we talk about K9? Can we talk about K9? Either have K9 as part of your show Mm -hmm. or don't have K9 as part of your show. Mm -hmm. It just felt like all, like they beheaded him, which was pretty dark. Don't worry, I have a gif of it. But it's like all you you just get the sense, and I and I I know a lot of this. Um, this is not just my own observation. I've seen a lot of the the DVD extras and stuff, mm-hmm. where a lot of the staff and the writer of this didn't like K nine, which okay. I can get. But it's like, just pick one or the other. Like it just felt like they were overly cruel and just like making commentary about how much he breaks down. And Romana says at one point, like, "Oh, he breaks down." It's like we get it. You don't like we K-9, repair him all so the just, time. Yeah, just say he can't roll. You know, on the it well, seems like I mean, obviously, K9 was there. I hate it. Yeah, he was forced to be used because it helped with the audience numbers, especially with kids. So he was he was a fan favorite, a certain uh, well, among a not, certain like, demographic. This was such a but, weak K9 episode. He gets his head cut off. Then the doctor, for some reason, puts it on a stick and is like scaring the marshmen. Weird scene, right? Yes. So the marshmen have decapitated. Canine, and then one of them. <laughs> but comes think about that: the mar the marshmen have decapitated canine, who the only reason we're saying is on the show is because kids like them. Like okay, that's fair. That's fair. Pretty dark. <laughs> that's pretty dark. But go but on. The, one of the marshmen is carrying canine's head, I guess, as a weapon through the mm-hmm. Starliner, and then they run across the Doctor. The Doctor then takes the head and uses it kind of like a mask to scare them. But they were carrying it with them. But why are they scared of it? 
No, it makes no sense. There's you know, a lot of weird things like that. Like when the doctor goofy, breaks into when the doctor breaks into the Starliner, my voice is going. <clears throat> he stabs a piece of the fruit with the knife for no reason. Why did he do that too? He like, was going to carve knife? a jack o' lantern, but then forgot about it. <laughs> he was um, like, "I don't have a finding got- a design to work with." It was just yeah. weird. He just sticks it. Like th- this episode felt like there was a lot of that stuff where it was like I don't know if it was filler or just like stuff happening to happen. Like, I think it's the latter. I think it was just like here's here's just some things we want to plot device move things along because then the because then the marsh marsh boy like the younger one picks up the the knife so then it's I guess helps rationalize that they're going to then subdue it and take that marsh because it's it's aggressive now I I don't know yeah. I don't know I, well the poor yeah. marsh boy yeah so they they capture the marsh boy and they capture the doctor the doctor makes a plan or it makes an agreement with. Uh, Dexeter is that his name? Yep. Dexeter. Who mm-hmm. the uh, is Dexeter? The, the scientist. One that, yes, the scientist. So mm-hmm. he's going to go. He's allowed to study, and the scientist agrees not to harm the the Marsh boy. But of course, he does. He's going to do vivisection on he's the gonna thing. Cut him open while he's alive. The doctor's yeah. like, this is a travesty. And Marsh boy kills Dexeter, then kills himself. He suicides himself. Accident. With the TV. Well, no, because he was he was trying to get to the doctor. He saw the doctor's image on right, the TV. Okay. So he so he doesn't he's, realize it. But any in any case, attached he, to the doctor, he kills himself by accident. And we see um, Leela scream. Yeah, and she screams because she. But why been him? Bitten. But I why him? Know. I don't know. It wasn't like she know. was. If if there had been no spiders and and the marsh boy had scratched her or something and that infected her, then okay, there's a link there. Right. I get that. But why some rando spider caused a link with just this one? Yeah. And if they're evolved from these things, they should all sort of be linked. Have some sort of group mind, and they're all screaming in pain. Again, like, it just felt like it was one of those details that... Seemed interesting, but wasn't details. fully fleshed out. Right. It was, yeah, one you among many. To edit ideas. some of them out, I think. Yeah. Um, but what did we miss? Oh, we missed the, the kids, the angry group of loners, uh, yep. kids with the, the open-up button shirt. They end up... <laughs> convincing Adric to take him back to the TARDIS. <sighs> yes. Where um, Romana smokes them, though. She just knocks those chumps right out. Like, the, it's a cliffhanger thing in the episode of, end of episode one, right? Where they pull the knife on They have on a her. knife on her. Yeah. And then I think What's in episode two, it's somewhere in there. Sure. I don't know if it's a cliffhanger for an episode, but it seems right. like. So then she gets the knife from them and then yeah. gives it back and it's like, whatever. So, but then. The, the kids, Adricks particularly, they're just hitting random buttons. So they close the doors, and then they take the, the TARDIS takes off and materializes within the Starliner. Which the Doctor has said in the episode, it's very hard to do those specific that, jumps between points. Yeah, and he does and it much twice in e- a row. And even harder to do it a second time. Does it twice but they in a row and seems to always do it. So it and all it was weird. was flipping one switch? And that, yeah. Oh, okay, but again, that hard. Like another, <laughs> it was like another detail if, that didn't if they really had used pay that, off either. Right? If they, I agree. If they had like used that connection. to show that Adric was able to work out some sort of mathematical theory, a theorem that that allowed him to pilot the TARDIS or something, like at least it does something. It gives you the right. character development at the same time, moves the plot to where they needed to get no, to. No, he, he instead of just had, randomly, like, he just hit a switch. Yeah, he had the Anakin Skywalker. What does this button do? And then he right, and then he wins a pod race. Yeah. So that uh, happened. That, yeah. yeah, that kind of pissed me off a bit. But um, yeah, so uh, button your shirt, Tiger Beat, we covered that. <laughs> uh, I was going to uh, say shave the unibrow, but <laughs> I 
I guess it, you know, oh, early I, '80s. It's good. Speaking of the deciders, how much did you love what looked like um, <sighs> looked like an old ABC? Uh, I know where, you're gonna go. where they do the intro of of each decider. It was like, yep, and they do the spotlight on them, like it was the the. Um, Circus of the I'm Stars. Wraith. I'm Gareth. I'm Logan. <laughs> and together we are. So stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> but also awesome. You know, super awesome. So yeah, that's so what is intro. that room? That's that's the book room. So that's that has all the information. The system files. It has the system files that yeah. they can read. So all about the system files. It's all about it. So the doctor reveals to them this is skipping ahead to the episode four but or three i think uh the, the doctor reveals to them that the ship could have been pilot could take off at any time that over all these successive centuries they've just been doing busy work and that they can just take off he does this by pulling some books out of the shelf and revealing a panel yeah. with some blinking lights behind it and that's his eureka moment of oh it could have taken right. off it's always been able to fly uh, i guess so are you sure because okay. yeah the whole other side of the ship is broken yeah, but it's just and, okay. So, so here's another weird thing. I'm not following, and maybe I'm just dumb. So they say yes. The the main designer knows this. Um, that the ship. They're just kind of doing this work to to keep the morale up, basically. Um, that the parts of the manual that tell them how to take off have been destroyed in the crash. Okay, so that's the whole thing. They can't take off because they, they, that part of the manual is, is, is destroyed. But then at the end, Romana and the doctor walk them through how to set everything up, and Romana's yeah. reading out of the manual. Oh, uh, maybe she gave new notes. Maybe. Like maybe they wrote them down for okay. her. Yeah. Because she, she says at that point, after like, and the last thing to do is to hit the, the big green button, she says the notes are readable after this point. I like so that. So the part- doctor just understood, I guess how the panel yeah. was laid out and okay that's fine well that was He's a smart. great part too because they have the doctor uh pointing at just random things like this is your number one, one two and, like three, he's just five. pointing at like a piece <laughs> of metal <laughs> like it didn't even look like they mm. tried to make them gears that one, one looked like a handle that he was pointing at is right like some stupid thing these are your thrusters you're good um wait a minute hold on so there was hold another the thing and i don't know if i missed it the doctor the doctor being tom baker mm-hmm. totally got someone's name wrong did he yeah, a uh, Dexeter, Dexeter. So at yeah. one point, the doctor says to, um, I think he was talking to uh, Kira mm-hmm. when he's showing the slides, the different things, and yes. he's like, "This one's Dexter's," and then she goes, "Ah, Dexeter." Like he totally said Dexter. Oh, really? Of, I had to put it on twice to to make sure I heard it right. Hmm. Yeah, I was like, "All right, Tom, I, I understand." Uh, long shoot day, I guess. Poor Tommy. Uh, what else do yeah. we have? Um, I so rolling teens. Did you find it weird that when Varsh died, just no one gave a crap? He just he's dead, and Varsh, even yeah, brother, and no, even I mean, Adric, Adric and Kira are there, and neither of them really seem all that upset. Like, well, Adric's let's a talk little about bummed. that. Can we he's talk about that, that death for a second? Yeah. So the they go through the thing. They go through the door, and the door has like this round turny thing to open and close it. Right. The door control. Yeah. So he he opens it. And he he comes out. Adric, I guess, is leaving, and then he gets caught. He, uh, one of the creatures grabs his legs and starts yeah. pulling him out. Yeah. And rather than open the door, uh, the math genius Adric, yeah. he's like pulling his arm as the door's going to decapitate him or at least cut his hand off. Right. Like just open the thing. He waits for him to just go under, and then they open. It just was yeah. like, come on, dude. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, there was very little emotion. No emotion at all. Maybe I, mean, I guess there was a maybe little they've bit evolved. Of it. They've evolved past emotion. I think he evolved past emotion. I think he evolved. He, pa- that, that that was like one of those things where it's like he's not acting. He's no, he's just he's just kind of sitting. There. Just <laughs> here I am. Oh, um, okay, so so that happens. Um, Adric also steals the uh, the image translator. I didn't that understand that entirely, like because they make a point. So he stole the image translator from the TARDIS. No, from he the, stole it from his ship. Yes, from the Starliner. He stole a compatible part that they could use as an image what translator. I don't understand so that, that then at all. he could take it back to the TARDIS and so use that to be able to the actually, TARDIS image. So then he could see in negative space instead of seeing in normal space. Instead of seeing Gallifrey, right. they could actually see where but they why are. Does, to why do they have an image translator, but the Doctor doesn't? Like. Again, it was like another detail that like just doesn't really have an effect. So now we can see who cares. It's a, you it's a very it. MacGuffin thing. It's right. just like here's a thing we need for whatever. And then I was so, like, okay, Adric, are they establishing that he's a thief or something? Because he gets because they do play up that yeah they play that up a lot. Fruit, but I don't know. It was like weird. Yeah, it felt weird. So Adric comes back to the TARDIS, just slips into. The, how many times did people just break into the TARDIS in this episode? It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. There's no, there's no lock. Apparently. Honestly, if the show ended here forever and those like te- Tiger Beat teens had just stolen the TARDIS and went somewhere else, and that was the rest of the show was just these dumb teens That'd be amazing. traveling around space. Yeah, might not be so bad. An animated series, I'm saying. Um, so then, I guess the implication then is, you know, Adric breaks back and breaks in. He just walks into yeah, the TARDIS, he stows leaves, away. leaves the thing there, and then is, is going to stow away. But it was weird. Did you, did you find it weird how he was just like, he leaves the image uh, translator on the control console and then walks directly to the camera, looking into the camera? It's a good yeah. solid three seconds that he's walking from the console into the camera, and that's when they cut. And that. I don't know. That was just a weird choice. The pacing, and that's what I mean. Like, and by the end, again, there's lots of scenes too where they're distracting these real, as you mentioned, very slow moving zombie like, annoyingly slow marsh people. Where they just throw garbage on the floor at once. He's at like a box yes. of old, and then they're shiny like, things. He threw a shiny from, thing on the floor, and then they figure out the oxygen because the mermen are also spraying it or so, it was just so weird so the doctor tricked them in like he grabs the thing and uses it as a club and they grab more of them and use them as a club so he's tricking them he's like turned. they're figuring it out and then he turns it on to spray them and then they turn it on to spray them and then that's kind of like they're sabotaging themselves right i, I don't have a problem with that, that he's was kind figured of figured like, out okay, at that point that they're they can't adapt quick can't enough adapt to, to the oxygen yet they can adapt to anything he just says and, they can't adapt quick enough to it yeah and, and they sort of play on that because they all collapse at one point in the beginning, but then later you can see they're still moving, so obviously they're able to do it a little right. bit. But isn't right. the, I guess we don't know the oxygen is in the atmosphere or not, like whatever they're breathing is. Well, I'm sure it is, but like this concentration. He said it's the concentration of the, of the oxygen. Anyway, fine. there's m- way more problems than me to worry about the oxygen. <laughs> but my point being, that's when I was just kind of bored. Yeah. Like, I just felt like... That took forever. That took forever. You could just skip that. It's weird, too, because you have a whole society of, like, three deciders, Mm -hmm. and you have people, and that's so rich for, like, rebellion, and I guess they have the teens, but they didn't really play up on that, and I took it at the very end, and I don't know if you read this into it, Mm -hmm. when they're going to make their decision to hit the green button, and they have their Thelma and Louise moment, they're like, let's do it together. They're holding hands, too, by the way, which is adorable. And then he says, no, let's stop. This 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 requires a lot of thought. Now, I took that as they're going to go to the people and just start a new society, and people are going to vote on it, or... 
it's probably not that, but that's the I way I read it. I was it. like, all right, cool, <laughs> democracy. And then when you see the ship take off, I'm like, oh, the people are together. No, I mean, well. the this, this story could have had a lot more, like, uh, satire. Not satire, but just uh, critique or of society. Satire. or yeah. Or, any, or yeah, but I don't. Yeah. But it didn't really. It, it, it's slightly mentioned at the very beginning because Adric has the blue star and he's part of the elites, and the outlers that have left are not part of that society. Yeah, and they didn't by play choice. up on that. Like so they the talked about elite, it at the beginning. Yeah, none right. of that mattered. Yet again, it's another piece of the story where like here's a whole bunch of ideas, but we're not going to develop most of any them. of them. Yeah, yeah. I guess I. The more I talk about this, the less I like. Them. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Except, <laughs> except you're right. There, there was a pacing problem which we haven't had in. We had it in a few of the episode stories that we've talked about before that I felt like they were a little slow. Like maybe they right. could have been one, one segment shorter and it would have been better. But recently, the pacing I think has been really good. In this one, though, I agree they could have probably yeah. just made it a three parter and it editing. Great. Yeah, right. So this is um, or there were so many ideas they could have just taken that extra time and developed some of the ideas and right. been better off. So. And this is one of three. I don't know. I know nothing about the other two, so I don't know how tightly wound it is my guess is it's not they're just going to eventually get out of e-space and that's going to be the only connection between the three episodes but we'll see are we uh are we are we good with this one then did we uh did we uh, well, done do, do you have anything what else, else? Do- i have all my other questions at this point in my notes are all about well, how does this e- evolution work Right, which we can't solve. You know, every X years there is a misfall where swamp creatures and creatures arise. They kill the crew, blah, blah. That's, I already told you all that stuff. Right. So, yeah, it was just me trying to figure out how that would work. And why, again, why is there that relationship with Romana that she becomes like a zombie and does the bidding of these things? Like, what is that? Remember, she so opens she has the door, a psychic connection them with out. them, but but primarily with the the I don't know I don't know it just wasn't explained. I liked her, and again, that's okay. Just let it have right. some internal logic, and it'd be fine. I liked her scene when he does cure her, and it's like yes. that quick cut to her, and, and she's beaming, and like the she's light very Romana in that moment, like perfectly Romana. <laughs> she's like, I'm fine, and meanwhile, Everything's like cool. three feet away, wah, there's wah, wah. just dead people in the hallway. Mm. <laughs> They're just like the halls are well, littered she's with. Fine. Yeah, she's she fine apparently doesn't remember any of that though, because she says, "What happened when I was under that." The spell, the spidery thing, yeah. and she doesn't remember. What did you think of some of the design elements um, from the ship? Did it felt I very the... satanic to me? Like there's like ooh yeah, there weird. Of... Se- yeah, there's yes. like a weird thing. Where it almost looks like a pentagram or something. Yes, black. I have it. Like, I have a gif of it. But when uh when they're in the the lab, the doctors in the lab with the three kids, and Romana's outside and like breaks her way in through a screen. Yeah. It looks like she's like coming through like a Judas Priest video. Right, yeah, <laughs> it really feels like that. So I, I have that for you guys to enjoy. Um, no, it did. You, you're right. It had some of those like uh, um, uh, satanic cult in the stars kind yeah, of definitely. feel, which is nice. The interiors, um, I actually like the design, the production design of the interiors of the ship, even though the book room is kind of ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, it, was, it was fine. What I didn't like is that these it was just repeating hallways and you couldn't tell where you were in the ship. It was just the same. Yeah, they could just like thing. you know just change the camera angle. It's a different. Yeah, that's fine. You know, small budget. It's cool. But uh, your, overall, the production design was good. In your research, did you uncover? Do we research. see this race again? Since they they're leaving for the stars, so they reappear. Other than Mistfall, which I think is a prequel. From what I read about that, that is with Peter Davison. And then they go back, and maybe it's that first ship that lands. What planet are they from? They mentioned the planet, and that's the big 
twist ending. We were oh, Pterodon is where they want to go to. Pterodon, right? So yeah, I think, and you can correct me, listeners, if I'm wrong, but I think the Mistfall big finish story is maybe about that initial crash of the Pterodonians or something. So based on what I what I've seen, I um, could look Pterodon is probably only from what I'm seeing, is only mentioned in this uh, story, Full Circle, and also a TV story, uh, Earthshock. Um, oh, we're doing that one. So, yeah, that's not coming up right away, though. But, no, uh, yeah, that's Peter Davis and much, I think, we have a, we have a ways to go. Before yeah, we yeah, that. yeah. We don't even have a date put on that one. That's, that's next year. Yeah, uh, spring of next year, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, so, but other, other than that, I don't actually know of any other references to it, or of the race specifically. I mean... I, they're not really Pterodonians, so yeah. right. But they're these, you know, mass the adapting former yeah. mermen now, the uh, <laughs> Wolverine-like healers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, I think that's it. I pretty much covered everything I had in my notes. Do you have anything, Dan? I think we got it all. Um, looking forward to more Adric. Oh, we didn't up. even talk about, and I don't have nothing really to add other than there's this guy Tylos, which was one of those kids, Man. like his eye rolls that he kept doing. Eye like, rolls the whole time. Yeah, he was like, this oh, might have been, yeah, this might have been the gayest stuff. episode ever he because he was incredibly angst. campy and then there was the swimmers. Like, eh, it, yeah. it ticked all the boxes. Um, yeah, it was kind of kind of funny. All right. so and, and I had no I had no feelings about him getting murdered after he tried to save, he saved a citizen. He did. And then the citizen just was like, oh, thanks, kid, and runs away. There, that like, kind that's of the other thing. I, there was very little connection to anyone. The closest that you got, like, a, you know, emotional connection to any of these characters, the closest was Logan and his daughter, because at least... Which he, was also... He cared, but she was very just like... Maybe it's just these actors... Like, want, yeah. They were just... Like, there was no emotion of like, oh my god, we got trapped outside the ship... Um, Mistfall is happening. We got so lucky that the, that this this mysterious TARDIS brought me right to my father. There was none of that. She's like, "Oh, hey, Dad," and gives yeah, him a hug. And it was over. But at but least he, he was had Logan something. was like, "Oh my god!" And he, and he was you could see he was a little torn up. Like he he knew what was the good of the community was to shut down the shut the ship up and like leave his daughter. Like that actor, I was actually doing some work. She was just along for the ride. Right. She was not doing anything. That's yeah, so weird. Yeah, it like is weird. there was like even the whole idea of this thing is they're been living a lie, right. and when the new decider gets the book and sees the secret, there wasn't even really any. I don't know, like emotion or like anger at the society for lying to them for so just many completely years. accepting it. Like okay, like, I guess oh, this is the right thing to do. Yeah, they're like, yeah. well, the mist isn't bad, but it's it's cool. All right, it's cool. Yeah. I don't know, it's just weird. It was. Uh, again, a lot of ideas. None of them were really uh, fleshed out. Yeah, so full well, circle gets a, a you know solid uh, seven out of ten, six out of ten. I'll go I mean, six out of ten on this one. We don't. Uh, so are we going to start? We're start no, we don't. <laughs> uh, Let me update I, the spreadsheet with all of our uh, yeah. formulae. Um, okay, well, so that's that one. But we are doing the other two parts of this uh, eSpace trilogy. We have uh, State of Decay is the one that comes after this one. And then Warrior's Gate is the final one of this of this arc. Um, but like we said, folks, in a very confusing way that we we spelled this out, we are going to jump in and uh, do a review of the uh, Power of the Daleks. Um, but stay tuned, so we'll tell you when that uh, is going to happen. Yep. Um, either well, I mean, either it will show up in your feed, uh, and we'll we'll talk about it on Twitter. And we'll we'll put it on the uh, old Doctor Who show. 
um, as a banner so you guys can see this coming. Or uh, we'll talk about it when we do a review of uh, uh, State of Decay and then the next week so that you guys can, can watch ahead uh, with us and kind of send us your, your well, feedback yeah, on it we'll in real time. We'll definitely do it before – is the next one State of Decay? Next one, State of the K, is yeah. 11.30. It will definitely air... Well, let's see. Let me just bring up the calendar right now, Dan, while we're doing this in real time. 19th, you said, is when it airs? Yep. We can see it on the 20th. So if we were to do it... Oh, I see what you mean. So State of the yeah. K is the 30th. I gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so we'll try to do it then. We'll try to do it on the 20th. My only thing is, I don't know how long this thing is, if it's... If it's like a four-part thing, like will we be able to watch the whole thing and then record it in one day? But we'll see. We'll, Keep we'll your, make it work. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. I think. Oh God, I th- it's six episodes too. Oh right, oh. that's back in that era when every. <laughs> you gotta hey. love that. We're, before we're reviewing it, we're all like, oh, oh maybe they did some editing <laughs> to trim the uh, the fat. Uh, whatever, I'm excited. So regardless, if we if we watch it on the on the Sunday the twentieth and yeah, we, we'll we record it then. It will be, I, I'm going to say with 99% certainty, it is going to be in your feed that Wednesday, the 23rd. Whether we record it on Sunday or Monday or whatever, we'll record it. Right. You guys, watch it on Saturday and Sunday. Send we'll us your feedback. Um, as soon as you watch it, just let us know. Tweet both at me and Eric, one or the other, or both. That'd be great. Um, you can also comment um, on the old com. We do have comments enabled there. I'll put up a story there so you can track what we're actually going to do. Uh, because we've been less than helpful in uh, <laughs> describing this. Um, we'll put it in the show notes as well when this goes live. When you guys are reading it, check the show notes, and you'll see on the old com. Uh, other than that, you can tweet me at DanJNJ on the Twitter machine. And you can hit me up at uh, egrissom on Twitter. Oh, and as I mentioned last time i launched the kickstarter it is still going on and we can use your support that was for the mark yeah com slash mark there's 10 days left so by the time this airs it will still be active but near the end so if you want yeah please please donate guys it looks incredible and also just watch eric's uh promo teasers for it his videos are are classic grissom i've known this guy for a very long time uh it's pure gold it is all all gold Thank you, Dan. So, yeah, so, so in, do that. in the least, you could watch the video. and uh, In the least, you can donate to him. Just donate, please. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be that good. That would be great. It's going to be great. All right, so we're, we're putting this one down. I think, Taking yes. it out back. Putting and... it down. We're shooting it. <laughs> well, putting it down with a with a blanket. And a oh, couple, oh, couple, laying couple. it down it for a nap. A, uh, with a gun. With a gun. With a okay. gun. <laughs> to the back of the head. <laughs> I love you. A full circle. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Oh, we forgot. Wait. Yes, we have what? gone full circle. Um. Yeah. Oh, oh God! Yeah. We didn't even talk about the backflip. The 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 guy in the beginning. The, the yeah, he does it. There's Adric, two of those. He dies things. in a really dumb way. He Another dies in a terrible way, and so a... does the the Dexeter. Uh, they die he so lit- stupid. Dexeter literally falls into the chokehold. Like he just yes. moves his <laughs> neck into the chokehold. Makes oh, no sense. Man. But anyway, why did we not talk about it? Check the gifts for it. I got gifts, so you'll enjoy. All right, enjoy our gifts. Uh, share the show. Subscribe. Please leave Tweet. a review. Email us. Oh, the old Doctor Who show at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Too. So, yeah. Do that. Until we next time, we will talk to you next time. Again. <laughs> next time. One way. One way. All right. We did it.
you know. 